Quack, quack. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi. Hey. How's it hanging? Ra. Ra. It's hanging aggressively. It is. It's, it's hanging violently. Not in a... Like a semi-automatic. Wow. Ra. Mine's is more of an automatic than anything else, but... Yeah. So you're more like... Yes. Kind of like a cat. Perhaps. I'm more like a, a UK rapper. I'm more like a... <laughs> Fucking hell. House cat. I am a gnarly, gnarly house cat. That's all right. We need gnarly house cats. Oh, welcome to the Robcast. I'm Rob Lee. Dandy is here with me. So, this is a dreary, what, Tuesday? I, I, thought, I almost said it was Wednesday. I almost said it was Wednesday. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Isn't it Tuesday? All right, cool. No, yes, it is Tuesday. All right, yes, cool. I'm sorry. We, we, this is the pre-come to hump day. Can, can we start calling Tuesday that? Can we call it just the tip day? Sure. Or tip day? We can just it, it, tip, tippy toe. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, so Friday, what is the best part of sex? That's what Friday should be. Is it like, is Friday's the actual orgasm? Yes. So Monday would be blue balls. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is just the tip. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're making progress. Okay, so when, uh, Monday is fucking blue balls. Tuesday is just t- just a tip. Tuesdays, fucking yes. That's a beer. That's a bar promotion if I've ever heard one. All right. Wednesday is hump day. Thursday, what's Thursday? I got it. Third base Thursdays. There you go. I like that. Yeah. So Friday is <clears throat> you. You finished. Nice. In the weekend, I like it. the weekend is pillow talk. I believe in pillow talk. I'm a generous lover. You're, you're judging. I feel like you're not into pillow talk. Mm. You're a selfish top, Dan. I'm not a selfish top. Mm. I'm a dirty talker. I don't really... Mm. Pillow talk is okay afterwards. I like to talk about the universe, man. Not me. <laughs> I mean, if I was little dicky, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, oh you, I wondered if you was going to yes. get I was going towards that. Yes. God, <laughs> thank you for bringing that back. I mean... Oh, my God. I'm going to have to listen to that on the way home. <laughs> That and uh, Jewish Flow. Jewish Flow is still my favorite little Jewish Dickie song. Flow. Have you heard it? No. Dude, it's dope as fuck. Eh, 50-50. Dude, he, play, he beats uh, two Nazis in a game of horse, man. I prefer pig. Pig is good. Horse is better. <laughs> you just like long... <laughs> long, what, duck dong? Long, is that what you're long horse say? dicks. I... I prefer my I prefer my dicks a lot like the pig's tail, curly, white. No, never. <laughs> no, ever? no head to it. No, and um, tastes like bacon. Well, I like the taste of bacon, but I doubt. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This sounds like you're trying to trick someone into sucking your dick <laughs> under the guise just that like, it tastes ugh. like bacon. Just pulling bacon grease. Hey, hey, girl, just touch my dick. You'll sniff bacon. Sniff your hand, now it's bacon. But you got dogs after you. Lick my dick, now it's bacon. Like fucking pepperino and shit. <laughs> that actually would be kind of funny where if like if that were true, like you just kind of marinated yourself to try to trick somebody, right, right. that it would attract dogs. I ruined myself. This was a yeah. mistake. Poochie, no. <laughs> uh, I have to go now. Um, <laughs> actually, that's not how the line was delivered, was it? Come Wait, on. say what? God damn it. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. 
Sounds about right. My brain was somewhere else. I said, I, you know, damn Poochie, no, I have to go now. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Said the line I, was yeah, delivered much better, right? Yes, very. So, how was doing the holiday, sir? Oh, strike that. Uh, I got a question. How would you describe this podcast? And let's say you're trying to... What do you mean, ours? Yes. You're trying to inform to someone what this show is. Inform to that doesn't sound great. But you're trying to let someone know what this show is. And I've had a few people and, you know, talking a few business things that have, in the, in the background, Freddie Mercury behind the curtain kind of, mm. you know, put out a fake mustache and, you know, kind of gyrate. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it just seems like you and your buddy just talk. And I was like, hmm, I, I, I went full flash with the name described as power. I was like, oh, that's an oversimplification of yeah, this podcast. Yeah, that is a bit, if for that matter, every podcast is just somebody and a buddy right. talking. Like, that's an oversimplification. I, it just, I always it's just describe personal it like musings, this. is what she also said. I so, also yeah. describe it like this it's topical, yeah. some kind of off the wall humor. You can like, rub it on your. It's, it's a specific type of humor. Sure. Um, and I also say it's like there's it's op ed. We're opinionated sometimes. Yeah, man. We're not always going to have a hundred percent of the audience a hundred percent of the time. I'm pretty sure we've had listeners turn us off completely after we open our mouths on certain opinions, <laughs> and that's okay because we're all entitled. Some we're of the, all entitled. Some of those shows don't air. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We know better. We are in an area where we know better than to air dirty laundry. Like, we're not that type of idiot. When it gets too close to the nose, like, mm, that won't be going out today. <laughs> Right. I was doing some, um, I guess, some uh, putting together a one pager for um, this this podcast this podcast class I'll I'll be working on potentially, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, edit and edit pre edit, so edit when you when what you're going to talk about and edit afterwards, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's really important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you remember early on the show, it's like, yo, Rob, you got to take that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like don't keep that one in there. Personal shit about jobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here's this motherfucker's credit information. Like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't put that out there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I echo your your sentiment there. That um, that is essentially what the the show is. I mean, yeah. we're we're rooted in covering like weird news, but you know, that's one of the topics. But also, we we cover things that we find interesting. Exactly, and it hits multiple things. It's not just one thing, and. You know, there are other people that do a very similar show that have gotten much more success out of it. And, mm. you know, that's fine. But, you know, for, for someone to marginalize I, what yeah. it may be. Don't put us in a box, bitch. <laughs> no one puts podcasts in a corner. I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I mean, see, here's the thing. The more popular, the more popular podcasts like Lore... Like anybody, lore is great. Lore is great, but it's a niche thing. Well, all like, of it is niche. And it's that, all niche to a certain point, yeah. but I say the super focused ones are the best niche. Like Lore, yeah. Welcome to Night Vale is sure. one of my favorites. The thing that um, I always remind people of, and that's in that document, is that there are no new ideas. No, oh god, and, and no. people do this thing. Where, Shakespeare murdered himself because of this very fact. It, but, but here's that's the thing. a fact. Yes, there, there's a <laughs> he didn't exist. Uh, there's this thing that um. It's like weird Japan. Okay. And uh, wait, I, why do I feel like I I've heard of that? It well, let's see. I'll pull up that one thing that they talk about on air, and you tell me uh, if you've if you've heard of this because you know I enjoy the weird Japan stuff. Of course. They talk about Kanchu. Okay. Or Kancho. Okay. Do you know what Kancho is? No. It's pranks, man. No, oh, whatever. So Kancho 
is a prank performed by clasping clasping your hands at like an imaginary gun. Okay. So this. That. We know guns in America. Of course. In attempting to pope an unsuspecting victim's anus oh. while exclaiming, Conchu! That is gross. Why would you do that? Like Pranks, man. They have a Korean version. The Asians, right? <laughs> No, man, I don't like this. I don't like that. I, mean, I don't it's, like to say, you it's better pants, never conchu me. It's, it's pants on, though. Yeah, that's fine, but it's still you're trying to poke your fingers in someone's butt. That's yeah. not going to feel it's good. It's a gun, man. It doesn't matter. It's your fingers going in a butt. You never conchu That is a sexual harassment suit waiting you, to happen here in America. Sexual misconduct. Whatever. <laughs> you never conchu someone? Pranks. No. Man. No. I'm not that type of prankster. My type of prankster. I'm an original prankster. Like, a bunch of like open mustard bottles in your room when you wake up or oh no i thought this bottle of arizona green tea was tea but it was actually piss that's a that's a prank well that might be assault actually <laughs> nah man because when Putting... you take that cap off you're gonna smell the urine and vomit and that's the joke it's what like, if someone Ugh. drinks well well it's on them some of us in this room that's on them some of us in this room may have engaged in drinking a little urine not me unsuspectingly never Ever, 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 ever will like, I drink pee. I think it was a story we covered a while back where it was a guy, he was just leaving boogers and cum in his, like, boss's coffee. Hmm. It's hard. It's hard to determine because coffee could be thick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just biological Whoa. warfare. Mm, mm, nah. Steak palm of your coffee mug. <laughs> That's not bad. It's pretty gnarly. Not bad. It's pretty gnarly, yeah. <laughs> just go, after a long day at the gym, a, re- a really, a really high stress meeting. Oh, that's just that's that black shit. Oh God, uh, that's yeah. that. I drank too much alcohol last yeah. night. Yeah, but yeah, man, um, it's it's interesting. I think you know, one of the things with conchu. That's uh, oh, so we're that, sticking that, with the conchu. Well, that was one of the things that was on the podcast, and they were talking about like di- different like demons and stuff in their old Japanese lore. That shit is niche. Of these, yeah, it's like hyper specific, and I dig that stuff. But that's not something that one I have the interest in doing. It, it, it's a lot to keep up. It entertains are, me you, more than you, know. you are in such an area that you can't step out of the box. Yeah, but that's something that these people are probably like fucking. I think the dude from Lore is probably like a historian or some shit, something like that. And it's just like, yes, I know of this. I'm like, yeah, you should. It's like I, I used to study space aliens and ghosts when I was a kid. And up until I was an adult, so fuck it, I'm just gonna do this thing on this one specific area of knowledge I have everything on. You know what we could do? You remember? Do you remember the Dalek, Danny California video? Why does that? It's a Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Song, where they were just like essentially cosplaying as other musicians, and they're like, you know, in their types of performance. So they did like a dancing thing. They did a fucking like funky kind of fucking thing. What I'm thinking is we should do a ten part expose. Basically, miming, aping someone else's podcast, <laughs> and see how see if the hits go up. You know, like hey, this week on Two Dope Queens, and we just play like gay dudes. Or no, better yet, let's go retro because we like retro. Ooh. The coup mentioned this, and it's really funny. She was like, "I want you to do a review show as men on film," and I was like, "I'll do that shit quickly." <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Give fucking Justice League two snaps, a twist, no kiss. No <laughs> oh kiss. my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. We need to do men on. Men on pods. Can I, can I do like the little hat? Just It's raining, man. Hallelujah, it's raining, man. 
too. Just wear like some fucking frilly shirt that's yes. just open as leopard yeah. print. I'll just wear. I'll wear. I'll get like a tighter button down and just wear it open so you can see my bare chest. That might be the gayest looking. <laughs> I got hot. I got tight pants, dude. I can wear tighter pants. But you know why? Why it's bad? Why? Because we'd be doing it for each other. Because there's no camera in this bitch. Like so, Dan is wearing. Well, just get into character. Like you gotta, you gotta method acting, man. Method acting. It's, it's what they tell you when you're working in a call center. Wear a suit so you feel like more professional over the phone. Right. Yeah. So we're trying to put across. We're cosplaying to someone else. We're trying to get over <laughs> as someone else. So, but to the question I asked you beforehand, how was the the whole Thanksgiving, dude? It, it was all right. I was subdued. Like it was good to see the family. No one got in my face. Oh you God, were yes. Subdued. Oh. Oh my goodness, God, yes. My cousin came through in the clutch. Nice. Big ups to the Colorado cousins <sighs> for bringing some tasty treats. They didn't work. Uh, well, the one I ate by itself, I ate a whole... It was a white chocolate with pistachio and a hint of mint. 100 milligrams. Ate that whole bitch like I was Doug Benson. Nothing happened. Did, did they have any of my favorite... Mm, you know what was yours? Fa- the gummies? No. Or the Chibas? The Chibas. No, no. Didn't bring any Chibas. This was more like the, the chocolate bars because I had... Um, I think the Chiba worked well because... I love of, the Chiba Because chews. of how... Because it's so much fucking sugar in it. Yeah. Whereas, it's a Tootsie... It's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a weed Tootsie Roll. It's a weed Tootsie Roll. That's all it is. And you get barely, oh, barely a smidgen taste of dank. Just imagine. And it kind of tastes citrusy. Like when you taste the dank, it's like... Is that dank or orange? Could we, I can't tell. Could we redo that old Tootsie Pop commercial? Yes. It's like it's just like a high ass aisle. One, two. What was I saying, man? Bitch with pizza. <laughs> right. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Oh my god! Can we get Chuck Chong to do the voices of the characters? Yes, please. Hey, owl. Hey, owl. Hey, man. How many Chiba does it take to get high, man? Yeah. I don't know, man. What, I, what are you doing on the ground? Why are you chopping this tree, man? <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> like, that is like, just yeah, ridiculous. Chiba Chews, they need to get us in their marketing room because that's a million-dollar idea right there. It's like, look, man, we could just barter, man. Pay, hey, man. Pay you guys with some weed, man. Like, all right, I'll take <laughs> right? that. Oh, my God. If weed See, stores wanted to hire us, I would totally – I would accept weed as payment. Like – when, when you're dealing with, like, people who do this whole barter thing, mm-hmm. like, how do you feel about bartering? Well, first off, this isn't Russia. I, I don't really, I don't dig the barter. I'd rather just give you money for a product than have to give you, because this is the thing. Here's three goats for you. Exactly. Where the fuck am I going to get three goats just to get a bushel of whatever? <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing. It's not practical. What are, you trying, what are you trying to barter Wait, off right the, now? The thing is. What they, do you want specifically? Um, or is this more like hey, here, here it is here it is this shows you how sad I am happiness oh <laughs> ouch emo morose no I, I definitely oh you're, I'm morose there right with you bro but it's like cause it's like bartering to me it's like okay you're looking for something specific it's like hey man I want your apothecary shit right and I know you want a t-shirt but all I got is these socks you want these socks for that apothecary just hold the socks like Ugh. yeah like See, that's bartering man the, the fuck thing that is, noise the, post, the person that poses a barter I think a bar- bartering has to be neutral both people have to want to barter. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, yeah. But, you, but, but, but here's the thing. There has to be consent in order to barter. But this is what I'm getting at. It's always one person who wants to barter, and they're probably fucking broke. Right. Is what it is. It's like, oh, yeah. Hey, man, you know, I need a pack of cigarettes, but all I got's this thing. How about I give I, you this thing? You give me $5, or, and I come back and pay you back. You give me back the thing. You know what my favorite version of the barter is? What? Sexual favors for something. 
Yeah, but that never works out. That's called prostitution. It's called prostitution, well, and it almost it, never works out. All of it's prostitution. All of you, well, technically, yes. But, I mean, whether the prostitute's making money or a, a hassock, it doesn't matter. What if they're trying to just fund their fucking, like, habit and shit? Man, I suck your dick for some fun. <laughs> you don't want that. Yo, just leave the hoes alone, Revy. Yeah, you, you, leave them hoes alone. There's two things I never want to hear from a chick. What? That raspy voice I just did, mm. or a chick that sounds like a battle rapper. I think okay. I mean, I see, like New York chicks, right? You're talking more about the, how she they sounds, sound as opposed to what you'd want to hear. If she sounds like fucking Papoose or, or or fucking uh, Cassidy or Jada Kiss, I swear to God, if this bitch comes at me sounding some, like Action Bronson, some, I'm a marrier. If she's Action Bronson's that dope. If she's wearing Timberlands, I can't. That, that is an interesting look for women. Butter I'm not hating on it, but it's very specific. Like, I could kick your ass right now. You That's know what? what that message says. That would be the androgynous that Rob Lee doesn't deal with. Yeah. Because it's like, there's a dick somewhere here, and I don't want a part of it. See, I feel that way about anyone that wears Tim's. It's like, hey, man. I wear Tim's. Yeah, but you color coordinate. Oh, yeah, I'm flavorful. See, I've seen too many people who don't, and it's like, take those off. Take, they turn them into, like, the icy white fucking Air Force Ones yes. and shit. It's like they they don't. Are they go. paint them black just so they can go to court? <laughs> womp womp. Oh my god, dude! Watching like coming from like where your location is at, mm-hmm. seeing fuckers going there with their dickies as a suit. It it blows it's my mind that dickies are still around. You know I mean, what I mean? It's workwear. It's fine. It is, but it's like it's a quick. It's essentially what Centos. They shit? turn into high waters, man. Like every single person that sits down in a pair of dickies, unless you get them three sizes too big, they turn into high waters. Yeah, and they, you can't break them in either. No, ever, ever, man. I had one pair of dickies <laughs> in my life. This was back when I was like a punker in high school. Like I was. I like, had Ugh. dickies in high school. I was, that was the only time I ever wore I'm them. Just fuckers. saying, dude. High waters. Did they have the double knee? Yep. They, yep. They're horrible. The the automatic crease that never made any fucking sense. We we had the we would wear those when, when it was supposed to be the flavor and uh, Jabodes. And I remember those fucking jeans were like eighty dollars and shit. And as a fucking high schooler with the eighty dollar jeans, you're like, oh shit, I'm a dope boy, nigga. Where's that white t shirt? Because everybody was a cash money millionaire, and none of us was great. In my white tee. Jesus. In my black tea is when you're going to murk somebody. Mm. Um, I the white tea meant you were murking. White tea means you, you're out you're there. You're working. Yeah, you're, you're ah, working. Okay. Yeah, they're slinging that cocaina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Kia Peel when you said that. That cocaina. Of course, that also, the only time I've ever heard cocaina is uh, bedazzled. Jesus. It's like cocaina. <laughs> it's like cocaina. Um, Thanksgiving was cool for me. I got super drunk. Um, Good for you. I had uh, some artisan gin. Nice. It nice. was delicious. Yeah? Food was wonderful. That's what's uh, up. And I just kicked it with the old girl freeze for, for like four days and shit. Nice. Which was stellar. That's cool. And I just finished some some uh, blondies she made. Oh. They, they were bite size. They were like little cubes, but they were nice. fucking delicious. Nice. And uh, yeah, um, it was, uh, it was a good, good time, yeah. Went to, um. well, I left out Friday night. My cousin, she got married. Yeah. Had two different ceremonies, didn't invite any of us to them. But Fuck y'all. <laughs> they, held, they held the wedding reception <coughs> on Black Friday mm-hmm. because it was the best chance they had at everyone being in town. So right off the bat, I'm annoyed because it's like I just spent the last two days doing all sorts of crazy shit. I do not want to have to do one more thing. Right. I want to enjoy my day off, which I did because it was in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. It was at Dempsey's. Uh, you want to know what the buffet food consisted of? What was that? 
uh, stadium dogs, like legit O's stadium dogs, okay. crab cakes, mm-hmm. pretty decent chicken fingers. They weren't nothing to sneeze at. And uh, your choice of roast beef or turkey sandwich. Hot hot roast beef, mind you. I haven't heard one vegetable in that whole scenario. There was like greens, like some greeny stuff on the turkey. <laughs> on I the think turkey. crab cake kind of counts as a vegetable. <laughs> crab cake counts as vegetable these days. It's a fried vegetable? Yeah, it's I a fried vegetable. It. I can dig it. It is. You know, crab's good for you. What, what was it? It was fucking, uh, <laughs> it's like the cow canane joke. He was like, fish, fish aren't real. He's right. like, they just, it's just a potato that's washing itself over. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. The best part of the night came, though, when I almost busted my ass doing the horror. What's the horror? Okay, you know the, it's a Jewish tradition. Is it, is it the it's chair the dance? dance? Well, it's the, it's when you take the bride and groom and you lift them in the chair and they hold, it, I, I think it, it the the handkerchief they hold is supposed mm-hmm. to present is supposed to represent their unbreakable bond because they're not supposed to let go of it. If if I do something that's pre torn, is that horrible? Like Hulkamania shirt, no. like no, pre-ripped? no. This is ordained divorce, motherfucker. <laughs> of course, I had to do the Sex in the City because I'm a prankster, man. Well, I had to do the Sex yeah. in the City joke where I told my cousin, "Just be careful, you don't want to fall off that chair." The horror, the horror. I can't remember the whole quote, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex in the City. I didn't lift the chair, Can we call but I was going around in the circle, mm-hmm. and then part of it is like you lock arms and spin around, and then you switch and spin around the other way. It's fun. Like a hoedown? You do it to, yes, it's a little bit like a Jewish <laughs> hoedown. <laughs> you, you sing Hava Nagila. Uh, uh, now, see, here's my favorite part. That's like a trap well, song, Well, let me, let me finish the first part, and then I'll tell you my favorite part about Hava Nagila. That's like a fucking trap as song. As me and the bride are going around, as we release, my foot gets caught in the flow of her dress. No! There is an action shot of me going down with my leg in the air. <laughs> now, I didn't bust my ass. I, I caught... Dude, dude, as soon as I went down, I caught myself where it was like, Ugh, my hands are on the ground, uh-huh. I'm good, I'm not falling, nobody yeah. screamed. Was it Chuck Taylor's in the air? No, 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 I was wearing my nice shoes. Okay. But my favorite part of Hava Nagila mm-hmm. is the fact that I don't know the line after Hava Nagila. For years, this is years now. Mm-hmm. This is for years now. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I get caught up in a chorus of Hava Nagila, doesn't matter if I'm at a wedding or a family function. <laughs> a chorus of Hava Nagila, go on. A chorus, uh-huh. you know, all around. A chorus. You know what? I sing, instead of the line that comes after Hava Nagila, I say Hayden Christensen's name. No, you're doing it wrong. It's Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila, Hayden Christensen. That's, that's what I do. Nice. And and I did that. I was doing that with my two cousins standing in front of me, and almost immediately they just they do the look around as they're clapping. Uh-huh. It's like my cousin Chris is like, "Are you fucking saying Hayden Christensen?" Maybe. Yeah, and then he joined me. Nice. And then we were doing that for like two, three rounds. It was fun. It was a good time. Uh, and then I ended up getting into a screaming argument with my mother. And, of course, there's some other stuff going on about my father's interment. And nobody gives a fuck that I'm not ready to let him go yet because he's going in the ground. Yay, holidays. Go on. Next story. Waka waka. <laughs> I'm exhausted with More life. pizza bagels, Mom. Damn right. More pizza bagels. <laughs> More what... pizza bagels and weed, please. That's where the argument started <laughs> It, it did. It did. Really. <laughs> no, it started, it started with a brass bed, and it didn't stop until we were inside the house yelling at each other. Here's another thing. Is you're, you're rolling her well, to no, wherever no, no, she's no. going. Like, my dad, Jesus. years before my dad died, mm-hmm. he gave me his brass bed. Now, this brass bed was in the family forever. It's like a brass it was, ring. It was like, you know, my, uncle, my uncles and my dad kind of 
they they weren't raised on the mattress on the brass bed. It's the frame. Yeah. It was the first bed him and my mother ever had when they moved in together. Okay. And years ago, he gave it to me. He's like, look, when you move out, if you need a frame, if you want something nice, this is really nice. It's, it's like a an brass air, It's bed. like an heirloom deal. Yes, yeah, it okay. is. It is. But I don't want it. Like, yeah, it's mine, oh. but I don't really want it because I'm never going to use it. Like, it's not king size. You know, what it's size like a, is it? It's like a, 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 what is it, where two twin people can full? just, a, a twin. It's a twin size. Oh, that's it's a, just enough space for two people. No, that's a full then. Okay, then it's a full. I, oh, I have a full, dude. Shock and surprise. What, what's the deal with fuckers with fucking eating king, queen well, size beds? Because I like big ass beds. Dude, I can roll over. I'm fucking twice yeah, your size. Yeah, but just imagine being in a king size bed and you're like, oh, 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 oh. you just roll around in it like a goof, man. It's like king size beds make you feel like an and 11 you can't, year old again. You can't again. expand it either. Exactly. So, I get you. But here's the thing my uncle, one of the uncles who was raised on this fucking thing, yeah. he has, he's like, Dan, can I have it? I would really like the brass yeah. bed. Did he barter with you? I don't know what he? he's going to do with it. Did he barter with you? It. I told him, sure, take yeah. it. My aunt's like, your Aunt Joanne was going to try to sell that. I was like, I don't care what you guys do with it. I don't want it. Oh. Because it's like, you know, this is the one thing someone came at me with the, the whole night. Yeah. Nothing about my dad. Yeah. You know, none of that. Can I but get the bed frame? It's just I don't care. It's like I'm never going to use it because I want a king-size frame. Like yeah. when I finally do move out. Yeah. Um. So on the way home, I told my mom about, you know, well, this is that. This is it. Pretty much essentially which I just told yeah, you yeah, yeah. and everyone listening. You know, <laughs> dinner was good. Then my uncle said this. She blew up at me because, really? again, it was the first thing. It was one of the first pieces of furniture that him and her and my dad had when they moved in together. Yeah, if anything, they should have fucking kept – should just keep it there, yeah. if anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my, like, my final thought on the whole matter was, you know, Mom, I'm sorry. It, you know, it, it apparently had sentimental value to you, but A, you never mentioned anything to me. And more importantly, dad's dead and you need a medical bed. So who the fuck is going to use Jesus this? Jesus Christ. I'm see- look, I said that to her. Like, I pull no punches about my dead dad anymore. Like, people get in my face about any of it. I just, I, I'm like, fuck you. Dad's dead. What is, what's, what are you talking? Dad is dead. Okay. Comedy? <laughs> I don't. I don't know where to go from there. No, no, no. I'm just getting no. a little too into it. No, I, and I get what you're saying. Where it's always super challenging, and it's even like compounded just, when, when, when the holidays. Yeah, are there. I'm just yeah. thankful that it came at the very end of the holiday. Like if it came like, when you're yeah. fucking cooking your stuffing oh. and shit. Oh, if it would have came like right there, smack dab in the middle of dinner, I would have. Yeah. I would have done like Will Ferrell in one of those old SNL skits where he flips the table. Fuck this shit. I'm out of nice. here. Yeah, I would. I would have pulled that shit. I would have fucking, I would have winged the yams at somebody. Just throw hot yams in someone's face. Oh, yeah, man. You don't want no hot yams in your face. They got real cranberries in there. That's citric acid. Can I call it a... It's bitter. If it was like turkey, if it was like turkey day sex. (laughs) What? Hot yams in your face. Ooh, nice. I I I mean, I used the marshmallows too. that's a shame because I didn't get turkey day sex. Well, do you ever? No. Do you ever stuff the turkey? Mm, Sometimes. I don't... If I'm Whatever fuck, innuendo that's for. If you see a chick that looks like she's a turkey ready to be stuffed, don't don't fuck her. Don't what you mean sex. like a butterball? Why? Because look, you can fucking put your enti- put your head in there. Yeah, dude, you know how I feel about big girls. No, let them do that on my dick. Never. I don't want something that's like my my, my dick is not that Alexa. I don't want something that can that can take Alexa well, look, with Rome. Look, 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 look. Cluck, 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 c
Yeah, go on. <laughs> Tell me how a chick now with a turkey bag. Now I want there to be a medical case where someone got their Alexa stuck in their butt, and the first thing they thought to ask is, Alexa, how do you get an Alexa unstuck from your butt? Well, firstly, you use lubricant. First of all, don't put me up there. No, no, no. See, the thing is, it's going to start ordering shit for you. <laughs> You need lube. I just ordered some. Astroglide. That's not. You need like a better type of lube. You need like. Yeah, Yo, you need to just. You just need to not stick things in your butt. Mm. Unless it's a penis, because penises fingers. can come out. Think. Mm, stop that they shit. They can come out. No, no kokachi. Concho. Concho. No concho. <laughs> no concho. Can I do like this after I put nope. it in? There? <laughs> no, that's gross. That that makes it even more sexual misconduct. Blowing on your fingers that you just stuck in a butt. Just, just think of like old, nope. like just think of old action movies, right? I am, and I don't want to think about that. When they have like, I the, don't want to think about the gun, it, no. like lethal Stop weapon. That. That's the motherfucking pose from the first Die Hard poster. That is the pose. It's from all of those. <laughs> lethal weapon. I fucking feel like uh, all of their, all of their posters. Racy McRacist was doing that. <laughs> fucking, he's Speaking, a Nazi. Who's he, a Nazi? You, Danny Glover. No, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. I oh. thought you meant Danny Glover, man. Goddamn. They wouldn't give him a card. He probably is, you know. Just... But speaking of racism. Yeah, sure. Uh, something interesting happened. It was either yesterday or today. Is I don't a, is know. Is this an impromptu geek stuff? A little bit. Go a little ahead. bit of a geek stuff. A little bit of an op-ed blah, thing. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just one person with an opinion. Doesn't matter what my race is. Doesn't matter what my race is. No, no. Don't you dare. Go don't on. you dare. I'm listening. Don't you dare. It doesn't matter. I'm listening. So... Marvel has a new editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, it's C.B. Silbeski or Silbiuski or Solbolski. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. It's something along those lines. If you're a comic book person, you know who the guy is. He was an editor at Marvel for Some years. Jewish. I don't think he's Jewish, but he's know. definitely not Japanese. Huh? Because apparently... Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm trying to catch up on this story. I don't have yeah. all my facts straight. I don't know exactly when he started doing it. Um... He wrote... Okay, so he was hired as an editor for say, Marvel. Say allegedly and developing. Allegedly developing. There you go. There you go. That's good. Um, he was hired like a you know as an editor, but he wanted to pursue his dreams of writing. And he did live in Japan for a little while. Whoa. Yada, yada, yada. The point is, C.B. Silbeski mm-hmm. used a pseudonym, a pen name, to write comic books. That name... Mm-hmm. What was it? Where is it? Akira oh. Yoshida, oh. which, you know, people have already said it's like this famous thing with this famous thing. There's some jackass down here that says, hey, guys, from now on, I want you to call me Cheeseburger Schwarzenegger. It's like, get the fuck out of here. The thing that bothers me, the thing that bothers me about Marvel is okay. CB came forward and told him, yeah, I'm Akira Yoshida because Marvel hired this guy to do books. Sure. Um, I think he even wrote for a couple other companies under this pen name. Nevertheless, he never. This guy never once said he was Japanese. Ooh. He never copped to being Japanese. Mm. And and this whole Akira thing. I think I even read in there that like CB Silbeski was like even quoted as saying, "Oh, I think that guy's in the office somewhere." Like almost like he's trying to Andy Kaufman oh. himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing now on Marvel side. You know, they didn't find anything questionable about this, even though technically he broke policy because he is an editor writing for the company, making money on both the front end and the back end. Sure. You make, do you make money on the back end? That is questionable. That is questionable activity. 
But what the internet only wants to focus on is that this is a white guy pretending to be Japanese, which I don't really think he's pretending to be Japanese. He's just using a fake what, what name the, to write books. What was the motivation, though? That's the, only, that's the only question I would have in there. What was the motivation to not go with a white guy number two as opposed to some Japanese name? And see, that's was the he, thing. Was he trying to gain favor in a Japanese market? I haven't. Well, he lived over there for a certain time. I think it was like he was trying to break in over there, but they didn't want him for whatever it, 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 reason. Here's the thing. You're right. Because, like, they, they have, uh, from what I understand and my limited understanding, they make a point the same way that we do here, but because, you know, they're, um, I guess, a minority. But he would be a minority in that country. Yes. Um, they have no problem with calling a motherfucker a gaijin foreigner. Right. So... If he goes in there, Whitey McWhite writing Japanese shit, no one's reading your Fuck shit. Fuck you, Gaijin. Right. And he, well, here's <clears throat> the other thing. I you know I haven't sorted through everything. His yet. name is C B. What again? C B. Sobolski. C E B U L S K K I. I see it. Um, Russian. <laughs> now see, here's the thing though. Aren't there some prominent women authors who used a male pseudonym to push past whatever barrier? It's kind, dude. It's the same thing. He's writing under a pseudonym, so people but that's will, what a pseudonym will is, yeah. give him work. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. But yet the internet only wants to focus on hating this dude because he's a white guy, quote unquote, pretending to be Japanese. See. When he's only using a pen name. See, here, here's the thing. Did, did his career, his career started in manga, so it's not like he doesn't have an interest in Japanese or right. Asian literature. Motherfuckers just need to fall back with this whole few, this, this. People are way too this, this high strong. Current eyes thing. The, the the one thing that he has against them that we all know there's huge issues in comics. Mm-hmm. We know they have race issues yes. in comics. We all know all of these different things. Um, now, when this happened, because it was what thirteen years ago, some shit like that. Something like that. It it wasn't the same climate that we're in now. And to your point, you're right that you know people have used. Uh, different um, types of pseudonyms for whatever. I've, I've joked about it before. Like, mm-hmm. I want to write feminist literature with a woman's name just so I would get on. Gloria Big Tits. That's mine. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's not. But, see, here's my but it'd thing. be B-I-G-H. Here's, here's my thing. Because shock and surprise, because I'm a comic fan, and I am very opinionated when it comes to my favorites and what I don't like. Sure. So C.B. Selbieski isn't that renowned of a writer it's because of the role he has it, 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 it he's it's because, not it's because he's up there as editor-in-chief right now. he he's no <clears throat> he is no scott snyder let me just say it to you like that oh we you God. know you know how i feel about scott snyder <laughs> same thing with tim sale he's no tim sale <laughs> you know so <laughs> for people for people to be getting up time. in arms about him doing like it's because of the role. Samurai dude. shit. It's not him. It's because of the role. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Now, with all of that set, that okay, check this. With all of the stuff that fucking Wolverine had back in the day, Silver Samurai, this fucking time in Japan, was it written by Japanese guys? Or was that Chris Claremont? Mm. I was going to say, yeah. Because it's that thing where it's like, all right, I personally, I wouldn't have chose that. But I understand the motivations behind it. You're trying to get on in a market that is already pre-programmed to be against you. And you're using a nom de plume that happens to come with, you know, teriyaki seasoning. Fine. 
but you know, just say, look, this is what I did then. This is what my motivation was. We're done here, right? Right. That's that's all you have to say. So this is my favorite thing from the comments section of the article I was reading on io9. Well, you know these are just no talents. You're yapping about it's something just, you don't know about. It's just the internet. It's social justice idiots. and the, It's the internet. Social it's the fucking justice. internet, man. The internet eats itself it every eats. day. The internet blows and fingers itself every single so day. So for the motherfuckers that, that give themselves an American name... Yeah. That aren't from here. Right. Right. But go Doing on. dirt. But no, here's my... Th- it's just my whole thing is this. People for decades have used pseudonyms to write. You know? Pseudonyms. This is pseudonyms. I'm sorry. Um, it, it, this is not a new practice. And this isn't some case of a white guy pretending to be Japanese. Um, but no, my no, favorite... Now, here's the thing. If his, if his fucking book no, okay, cover is him out, with a tot knot and he's doing this, yes, okay, then, then he's a piece then of shit. we have a problem. That's what I'm saying. Right developing, developing, developing. I will be right there with you. Yes, this is still a developing oh, story. This could... CB Sebewusui. This, this, this could take a little longer to bust than Kevin Spacey. You know, Kevin Spacey came right out and said, I'm sorry. This guy might not. Can he be CB Nakamura? Yes. <laughs> but no, my whole... here. This is my favorite comment from the section. Or, or at least two of them, because the second one, the author of this fucking article replies. Um, a guy asks, uh, where is it? So if if he were Japanese, it wouldn't be racist, but because he's white, it becomes racist retroactively, question mark. The dude answers yes, emphatically yes, and then right under him, the author goes yes. It's like, are you, okay, first of all, it's, the, it's author, a the, dog the author shouldn't have a voice in this. Mm. You already stated your opinion in the article. You shouldn't be backing it up in the comments. Well, if the person responded to his thing, he has the opportunity to say whatever he wants I'm just to say. saying, dude. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm, I'm on your side. Um, like, how? how is using a, like, honestly, like. I'm on your side. How is that being, how is that racist? Like, J.K. Rowling. What was one of her pen names? I don't remember. Robert Galbraith. There you go. Woman with a man name. You, it is, and it, she and she wrote. That's all she was using it for, though. And it's nothing wrong with it. No. It's the purpose of that shit. My, my, now, again, uh, we, we don't know all the particulars because it's still developing. Again. But. So we might sound like jackasses come tomorrow, but, but uh, if, for what we know right now. Based on the information we have now, I don't think he really did Sylvester anything Sylvester used the pen name, and now the internet is trying oh. to crucify him because it wasn't a white person name. White McWhite, and it wasn't. Or oh, here's the thing: it'd be funny if it's like it's not white enough. <laughs> uh, by the way, what do rappers do? Uh, slay all day. Jesus, <laughs> they, they use pen names. That is very true. By definition, what's DMX's real name? I Earl forget. Simmons. Clarence Earl Simmons. Earl Simmons. Yes. Sounds like a dude I used to work with at the circuit court. I swear to God. When you run into someone whose name like. I can't even think of like a rapper who has like a corny like, like like the fucking thing with Rick Ross. Oh yeah, he's named after the real Rick Ross, what who was, was a um, drug dealer. Was that not used to get him over as this mafioso type? Right. It's just like yo, that is what a pen name is. We want to do this thing it's where like, everything that exists, we need to look at it again under the gender lens, under mm-hmm. the race lens, and under the. How many names has whatever Puff Daddy lives. had? Puff Daddy can call Too himself many. whatever the fuck he wants, and it's not racist. Well, except well, for well, well, not racist mm. as it is much stealing. Mm. Big ups, brother. Love. We're yeah. still here for you. I mean, <clears throat> if he went by, my name is Jacob Longfeather. 
and he wore like a fucking. It's like, all right. <laughs> what I, type of race? I don't know. I think I'd like to see like the, the natives should be tight. Yes, they should be completely tight. But it, it has to be. It can't just be one because then it's predatory against. This this thing where you're like you said, you know, it's retroactive racism. Yeah. What have how you. are you gonna How are you gonna crucify this guy for simply using a name? But then the other thing is, who do, do these motherfuckers' opinions matter? Like you got to do Not deep really. web searching to they're, find this shit. They're just here to you piss know. people off and to piss more people off until World War Three kicks they're off. They're liberal trolls. They are. They're liberal trolls. It's bullshit. I, I try As my best not to, to read the comments, trolls. but it's hard sometimes because it's like, huh. well, everybody else gets to state their ignorant, fucktard opinion. I'm going to state mine. I, I, just I kinda, used to do that on Bleeding Cool a lot. I kind of that's why I saw the story. I kind of oh just, God, I I hate just leave cool, it. Man. I kind of just leave it alone or what have you. And this was surprising. Marvel executives. This is a little additional piece hmm. on there. Um, Marvel executives talked to him at the time, told that Yoshida was a rarity. He comes from. Uh, hold on, let me, let me rewind. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, Kiri Yoshida was the name of a comic book writer who worked for Dreamwave, Dark Horse, Marvel Comics 13 years ago. He was a Japanese writer who, in interviews, told us that he worked for manga publishers, went to the U.S. conventions, and befriended uh, the likes of Pat Lee. Nah. He started working in America in American comics. As a result, he would eventually write a series of high-profile X Men I mean, Marvel miniseries, twelve issues of uh, Thor: Son of Asgard, six issues of X Men, ba 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 ba, and then he suddenly stopped. This was surprising. Marvel executives I talked to at the time told me that Yoshida was a rarity. He was someone from a non-English speaking uh, country who could write well for an American audience, something uh, Marvel had struggled with in the past when seeking authentic voices. And I'll see if they... It's dicey. It's, it's more cloudy than anything else. Um, if you're... If someone asks you point blank a direct question... Where are you from? And it's like, well, I'm a, I'm actually an American. And if you're posing that I'm a Japanese writer that happens to write well for an American audience, did you kind of presenting false pretenses a yeah. little bit? But then, and see that that alone, he should have gotten fired for. Then just fire him. Yeah, he's not racist. He's just trying to get a job in a in a market that all in of us want to work in. A very challenging market. And, and right here, it even says it right here, dude. Mm -hmm. He initially devised the plan to submit writing work under an assumed name because at the time, mm -hmm. Marvel staff were not allowed to write for the publisher out of a desire to prevent unfair reciprocity between various departments. Meaning, you work for us, you're only getting one paycheck, asshole. Now, and here's the, the why is this an issue? Well, Marvel Comics at the time made a policy not to allow Marvel staffers to write or draw uh, comic books, or at least if approved, not to get paid over their salary for doing so. Previous uh, Joe Caseta, yep. um, being made editor in chief, editors mm -hmm. uh, used certain used to write comics for the editor's department, often reciprocated. But thankfully, Joe Caseta was not a loss. It was he seen, was not a loss. It was seen as a corrupt <laughs> practice. So if C.B. Sobieski. Um, was getting other editors to hire him as a writer. He had the advantage of others. He was also... Now, here's the thing that's interesting. Now, companies do this all the time, quote-unquote diversity hires. Mm -hmm. Now, if he got in under that... Then, yeah, yeah. Then, that, no, that's, he needs to yeah. be fired. He, that's just You need to be is. fired. This is all on Marvel. Yeah. You know, this is on but Marvel. It, but to your point, one of the things you said in there, and I think, which is, I think, where your beef comes in at, is 
if you did some shit, you shouldn't get a job. I, I can't knock your hustle, but it's not beyond being challenged. Bro, I, if, if you told me right now I would have a, a hit erotica novel off a double day in to akin that's mm-hmm. even it, it, it eclipses Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. all I got to do is, is write it under the name, a, a woman's name, I would do it. Daniela. I'm just saying, call me Fran. Call me, like I said, call me Shirley Big Tits. I don't care. You're if you're given a chance mm-hmm. to chase your dream and all it's it's a pseudonym. But if, but if, but if you're pseudonym. But if you're a struggling writer and you're taking advantage of stuff that's well, for, like again the diversity thing, that may yeah, dude. I mm, if you're if you're it's not like I'm saying I would want to like, get and, in with the League you, of Women Voters. Here, that's here, a no no. Here's the thing. You, just you said it yourself. Publishing you said a book yourself. That he's not even that good of a writer. Not really. I so, never really so, cared so, so for him. So this is what I'm going at with it. If you got a chance over someone else under the guise that you're a diversity hire and you're not even that good, mm. then you're benefiting from what is perceived by Marvel as feeling in this void of someone of a different race. Yeah. We need to have more diversity here. Like oh, they this automatically trust what your producer is going to be a voice for whatever. This guy is Japanese or what have you. And some of it looks like a little bit of collusion. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, well, y'all had to know. If anything... The guy. How, how the guy did he was sh- write this many, this many issues without being a, in a face-to-face meeting? Well, the, how did the weekend get famous? I mean, no one knew what the fuck he looked like for like the first two albums and shit, right? Really? Yeah, he there's was, a picture of him on his first album. Mm, well, was it? Excuse me. I think so. The triple disc or the double disc, dude. The cover is his face. Mm, let's see. Because I remember that was a big thing. No, that's just balloons on House of Balloons, the first of the triple L. Oh, uh, like they they made a big point that he would not show who he was because he was super. Sia shy. does the same thing, except she does it intentionally. Well, yeah, I fucks with that. See ya. See you later. I like that chick. Well, she wears wigs. Let's move on. Yeah, um, let's move on. I want to rock with you, sir. A little segment. This is going to be an abbreviated version of it. Okay. Here comes a new challenger. All right. The way New Challenger works, as we always like to remind everyone, I will mention a word, maybe two, from a story, and Dan will decide whether we're going to cover it. Sounds like it makes sense, right? Yep. All righty. Um, <laughs> um, blind is number one. <laughs> this is not related to the story. Okay. Vision is number two. Okay. And number three would be uh, pros and cons. Let's go with pros and cons. It's more than one word, so I, I'm, I'm intrigued. All right. And, I, and we may actually be able to expound upon this one a little bit. Okay. Woman left shattered after finding a heartbreaking list of pros and cons written by her crush. Just imagine. Aww. Just imagine. How, well, see, I would be more shattered if... There were more cons than pros. <laughs> like, does it say how many cons versus how many pros? Uh, let's what see. were some of the What were some of the cons? Because the they had to hurt. The pros were a short list. See? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was short. That's um, why. Let's see. Uh, the pro list was short. That I am small and I'm a human female. That actually might want to fuck them. Holy shit! She has a vagina. Moving on. Cons. The list was much longer. It had a bunch of my insecurities. He made me feel like my teeth, my voice. He called me clingy. 
Uh, we we hung out once, and I was he was she was said he was uh, too girly, annoying, among other things. Well, that could I mean clingy could be understandable if the person is talking nonstop well, about like, family. Time, and... no, it's... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just, you just, can't you just, can't just really turn it around. Just imagine, dude. Like if you found out like your girlfriend or your fucking like crush or whatever had like a list. Oh, and I'd it kill was, myself. It was just like a book. And then there's like a pamphlet that says your yeah, cons. I'd kill myself. And there's a dictionary full of your, I mean, a dictionary of your cons and like a pamphlet of your your pros. Yeah, I'd know. It's like, hmm, he has a penis. Hey, at least I got that. It's like, but it's not a good one. It's like, damn. But what if the, the pros were taken away from the cons? It's like, you're a real bitch. I like that. That's funny. Yeah, that's sad. That sucks. You don't want that. Like, I no. Mean, every, now, I'm of the mind that believes that everyone to a degree when people say i don't care what anybody thinks they're fucking lying of course but this is it on steroids the only way you can actually mean that is if you've got enough money not to care still something driving you though mm. but but here's, here's the problem with this particular thing they didn't even have sex no so like you almost want to do your own version of it like Chicks should not be doing shit for fucking male approval. They should be doing what the fuck they want. Right. They may say they do things for themselves, but it's it's altruistic. Eh, if I'm using that word correctly. Yeah. No. Uh, they're not doing it altruistically. They they're doing it selfishly. You know, like they're doing it for not necessarily for the guy, mm-hmm. but they may be doing it for a guy. Like right. You know, hey, I'll get breast implants because it makes my shirts fit better. No, I don't think that's that's not a valid reason. Or it's going to boost my confidence. Okay, sure, it'll boost your confidence, but why aren't you confident enough to begin with? Because you're in- interested in some person's attention, whether yeah. it be guy or potential partner or what have you. This is one of those shitty byproducts of it, of fuckers feeling that they can grade people mm. as a person and kick her with minimal information. Yeah. If she hung out with this dude one time, and he's like, yeah, she's clinging, she's fucking, she sucks. It's like, all right. That's the one thing I hated about dating. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, God, yes. Like, you'll hang out with a chick, do a blind date, or do a first date, and suddenly it's, they know your whole story. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. It sucks. All right. Yeah, second round. All right. Um, vision. <laughs> blind. Uh, that's probably about it. Let's go with vision. All right. Uh, you sound unimpressed like I picked the lazy one of the two. Man gets his eyeball shaved by Barbara with Fraser Blade. Uh, stop! Stop! No, we're going blind. Go blind. No, it's I'm already here. He's, he's going oh blind. Oh my god, it just made my skin crawl listening to you say those words. In a bid to improve his vision. What? Zongguwu, 62, has a distinctive skill beyond the normal suite of offers of a normal hairdresser. You don't want to look at you don't want to look at the video. No, I don't. Veteran no. Barber revealed no. that he cleans eyeballs with a razor sharp blade of more than forty years. He's been doing it for forty years without any problem. God, still, I just I could. Oh. Can I can I be racist for a minute? Go for it. They're Chinese. Okay. I, I, where's the racist part? Oh. Oh, you're making fun of the shape of their eyes. It's not a lot of surface area to fucking use your razor. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, racism on the surface area level. But, it, but I mean, 
It's less occurrences where you can fuck up, you know? Jesus. He has a distinct, distinct skill among the suites of a hairdresser. Um, he said he's an expert eyeball shaver, which means washing your eyes with a knife. How, that sounds like some metal shit right there, doesn't it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The five-minute process is said to improve by pulling back the eyelids to expose the eyeball. The eyeball is then cleansed by a razor, scraping its surface with a razor sharp blade. Mm. That looks horrible. Oh. Oh. oh, dude, he has the Joe Jackson mustache too. I don't want. <laughs> really? Yes, he does. Really? He does. See, that makes it doubly. I don't want to do it. I okay, don't trust I'll, you. I'll be your friend. I will cover him doing it. But You're I want you to get this song right, or I'm going to cut your eye. But I want out. you to see the dude's face. I don't want to see. No, the guy cutting. I don't want to see it. I'm covering his. I'm co- I'll take your word for it. No, Joe you need Jackson. to see it. You need to see him. This is in. Um, I'm just trying not to hit the mic. The Chengdu City, Jinjiang uh, District. It's not like you said Chindo. It's a. He's a Chinese barber. <laughs> does he not look yeah, like Joe Jackson? He does. <laughs> he has the same fucking shit mustache. That pencil thin John Waters style Dude, mustache. He keeps it lined up. But his eyebrows are trash. They look like uh, Morgan Freeman's eyebrows in. What? Phone. Yeah. Is that on purpose? Yeah. Okay. Just they, just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um they they he has the same eyebrows as Morgan Freeman from Dreamcatcher. <laughs> oh that okay. I remember the time I scraped some eyeballs just to get by. He's making these guys do the Undertaker eyeball thing. Oh gonna do that shit. Maybe that's why Undertaker's eyes were always so white on the bottom. Because they're shaved. I might as well give you the the the, vigor, the the blind one. I was gonna say, is the blind one a story about the guy who got him shaved and now he's blind? Yes. Ha! You're kidding. No. Man, no, actually, you'll appreciate this one more. Man goes partially blind in one eye after vigorous sex. Uh, yeah, I can appreciate that. <laughs> I can appreciate that. An English man. I think I'd be okay with that. When partially blind in one eye, doing a climax following mm. vigorous sex. You gotta imagine how hard he came, man, to make himself go blind. That he lost his fucking orbital uh, fluid. It's like all the fluid started draining from the tip of his toes and then it got up to his eyes and one of his eyes just kind of gave all the eye juice. It's like when they fucking... Nice. <laughs> my eyes, my eye juice, it's gone. I can't see. It's like when they kill someone in that Indiana Jones movie and shit, and all the fluid is like, <laughs> yes. call you up. Yes. Um, although there's no mention of a partner in the study, he was just beating it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wow, that is that's upsetting. Here's another sex move we didn't know we we don't know about. What is this one? The doctor concluded that the man performed the Val Salva maneuver. The Val Salva? meaning that he tensed his abdomen muscles and held his breath during sex. This caused the blood pressure in his eye to, blood vessel in his eye to pop because of the increased pressure in his chest. Jesus. My man's trying to go tantric. After taking <laughs> his medical history, the clinician diagnosed him with a post-cortal Valsalva ret- retinopathy. <laughs> Whatever that means. Well, right in his eye, so... Jesus. I... I don't know what I, I I don't I don't want to go blind. Fuck no, it. but but that means just don't do some crazy sex move where you put too much pressure on yourself. Mm, I don't know. Like do the lazy dog or um the lazy the yoga ball style. Dog? Well, your girlfriend's not that big, so you can't do yoga ball style. But she's got a really big ass. Though. Mm, dude, no, it's all about having a human ball joint as a as a spouse or a lover. True. Lover, lover is a better word. 
Eh. You gotta have a really big bouncy ball of a human being in order to do the yoga ball. Can we just call her fucky instead of lover? The fucky. No, that's rude. I like lover better. I like fucky. I like lover. I like to call people you I'm are sorry, bro. the fucky. I'm a little I'm Italian. I gotta go I gotta go lover. Alright, Mambo Italiana. Damn right. Where's, although, although where's that Dean there Martin is, song? There is a a tidbit of information Tidbit. I have not shared with you. Go on. I can't. You're coming out? But... No, I'm not coming out. I found something out about my family and my heritage, and I'm not ready to share it yet. Partially black? Mm, oh no, dude. We already know that I'm, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from some long lost branch of the Thomas Jefferson family tree. <laughs> some, we already know this. Some long lineage or whiteness. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. My my U.S. history teacher told us that one. Thomas Jefferson having sex with all these black people—that's fine. But from the lineage, it's like to to today, you're gonna have people as white as Dobry over there. That's what she Jesus. said and pointed at me. Oh, that that is. You remember how high when fucking Spalding Gray did that shit? Yes. That's essentially that. Yes. Teach my white ass a lesson. <laughs> Follow your Nubian brothers. <laughs> God, I fucking hate Spalding Gray. But that was a funny scene. It was a funny scene, but if you want to really gnash your teeth and, and flip off a television, watch Spalding Gray's monologue, Monster in a Box. It will... You're not a writer. Well, you're kind of a writer. Eh. You're not as deep into writing as I am. Let's just sure. put it like that. Writers are useless. <laughs> Dude, no. He goes on this rant about like writing. Writing is a sickness. And it's a good gooda. And it's like, man, fuck you, you white old honky, cracker ass, crusty fucko. Jesus. Why don't you go why don't you go back to the home, grandpa, you motherfucker? You don't know nothing about writing. Any, any, it's a sickness. Anything else you want to say? Before we wrap well, up. Well, I did read. Okay, so I talked about Animal Crossing a while <laughs> back crack. on the show. Um, you the cracker old Pocket, pocket uh, Camp came out. It's awesome. And yet, we have a bunch of weirdos in our country who are doing things with their camp that is just, well, a little kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. What, and are, weird. what are they doing? Well, okay, it, this article is on Kotaku. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who are making prisons. Okay. And there are people who are making cults. Um, one of the, the caveats of the game is this. When you invite friends over to uh, hang out, mm-hmm. they're always either sitting down at a lamp or just plucking an instrument to do whatever to it. Mm-hmm. That's always what's happening. Um, so people got kind of creative where they they built these little, like, you can build different things like fences. Mm-hmm. They built these tall fences, put chairs in the middle of the fences, and they're prisons. The The characters mm. actually generate in the chairs or touching an item. It's not like something they have to walk up to. When you go into it, they're already doing the touch or the sit. Mm-hmm. So if you look it up on Kotaku, like I said, some of it's a little funny, but really it's just creepy. Um <laughs> There's videos of, of this guy who managed to get all of his friends to turn the light on and off in succession. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a person on there who, poor kid cat, <laughs> he built a box with a porta potty in it. Mm-hmm. That's the prison. Yeah. And then everyone else is just sitting around him looking at him. That's It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. That is pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. I don't I treat my Animal Crossing friends like that. I'm not going to put you in jail. I like my Animal Crossing friends with fire. There you go. That's different. I usually whack them with the, uh, the... Can I do this? This isn't... Dude, stop it. This isn't Videodrome or Scanners. Yeah. Stop that. Stop we, that. We'll do this the right way. 
the scanner way. Mind bullets. I swear to God, I'm going to hit yeah. you with some mind bullets. I was watching episode two of the original Star Trek with that fucking uh, Charlie X. Nice. Yeah. I'll make everyone disappear. Mm. He, he, he basically had an O face. Yeah, he did. He was 17, yo. He was just jerking it. Yeah. But no, it's... Oh, damn it. I keep hitting the mic. But no, if you want to check it out, it's on Kotaku. Sure. They, they have videos and footage, like photos of different people who they have already found mm-hmm. doing this weird stuff. Like I said, there's one meme in particular. You know the zoom in meme on a face? Yeah. Someone took a screen cap of their character being talked to by another character. Where it was like, your campsite is the greatest. And then it's a pullback to show the camp is a prison. And then it's like the character's just standing there and it's a super zoom in on the character's yeah. face. That nice. is hilarious. I, like the, the one meme I like, and we'll, we'll end on, on that, mm. is that one where it's the guy is after a rap battle. It's the black guy's like, mm. yes. yes. <laughs> that shit I is know which one you're talking about. He's like, mm-hmm. so. For Dan, <laughs> Rob Lee, Weeby I'll hit you guys with my last line of the day. Mm. And a special message for all you out there in podcasts. I kind of flubbed it a little bit, didn't I? Nah, you're good. And a special message. Okay, that time a, you flubbed it. I got a fat tongue. <laughs> and a special message ah. for all you out there in podcast land. I won't say I'm the baddest or portray that role. I'm in the top two, and my father's getting old. Mm, I like it. Do you know who said it? No. Big Daddy Kane. Nice. Yeah. Wasn't I wasn't that big of a Big Daddy Kane fan? Strong. More of a Tears for Fears fan. Jesus Christ. I'm so just next saying. time, <laughs> this is Robcast. Bye.